In particle physics labs all over the world, people are trying to perfect quantum computers. They're a new type of computer that exploits the unusual laws of quantum physics to work faster and, frankly, weirder than anything on your desktop. And they could be the start of something really world-changing. Will they attain consciousness and wipe out the human race? Or figure out the meaning of life and tell us how to save civilization? Let's take a listen to one of the world's first quantum computers, see if it gives us any clues. Yes, that whirring, clanking noise really is the sound of one of the world's first quantum computers, IBM Q. Reassuringly mechanical, isn't it? Yeah, to me it just sounds like Ivy the engine, but with maybe a touch of Nine Inch Nails. I'm Jim Mortelman, long-time technology scribbler and tinkerer. And I'm Stuart Horton, writer, IT geek, and proud owner of a D in A-level physics. And this is the trailer for Stupid Qubit, quantum computing for the clueless. A new podcast where we investigate what could turn out to be the most revolutionary technology in the history of planet Earth. Like many world-weary rationalists, we've been contradictorily praying for some miraculous technological fix to civilization's most pressing crises. Environmental destruction, famine, disease. Constant buffering on Netflix. And now we could be on the verge of finding that fix. Just for the buffering or for the survival of humanity stuff as well. Shush. Over the past couple of years, we've been seeing more and more stories about scientific breakthroughs in the race to build a large-scale quantum computer. A machine so powerful, it makes the latest iPhone seem as sophisticated as a yoghurt pot on the end of a piece of string. An invention more revolutionary than the wheel. Even a wheel that's revolving really fast, and has got one of those fancy spinning hubcaps like rappers have. A computer first proposed at around the time Douglas Adams was writing The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and devised what we reckon is probably the first quantum computer in science fiction, the infinite improbability drive. Which passes through every conceivable point in every conceivable universe simultaneously when it reaches infinite improbability. And now, infinitely powerful computers based on similarly spooky principles seem a distinct probability. But while Douglas Adams proposed hooking the logic circuit of a sub-meson brain to an atomic vector plotter suspended in a nice hot cup of tea, the science behind real quantum computers seems just about as nonsensical as that, especially if you read a lot of the stories about it in the media. Because the journalists writing them don't really understand what these things are either, so they chuck about terms like parallel universes, flux capacitor and cryptopocalypse in the hope you won't notice. So, instead, we turned to academic articles in respected science journals. Uh, but we didn't understand them. They were full of impenetrable jargon and equations and certainly didn't answer the pressing dumb questions we had about a technology that's got us more excited than, well, anything since Space Invaders. Questions like, what exactly is a quantum computer? And uh, can I make one using the bits that I got from the Matlin clearance sale? Do they really work across parallel universes? And if so, can I play Scrabble against my alternate selves? Does anyone know how to programme them? Are we really on the verge of quantum supremacy? What is quantum supremacy? Does it mean humans will soon all be wired up in jelly like in the Matrix? Are quantum algorithms really going to crack any form of encryption? And if I use the word cryptopocalypse at this point, how obvious will it be that I don't know what I'm talking about? Who's funding the technology and should we be worried if they have Analytica in their name? So we decided to ask the people in know best. The people are actually inventing and building these things. People like Dr. Jerry Chow, I manage the experimental quantum computing group at IBM Research. And John Martinez, head of the quantum hardware team for Google. And Simon Benjamin, the professor of quantum technologies here at the University of Oxford. Anyway, turns out that while most of our ignorant presumptions about quantum computing were indeed ignorant, what our guests told us about the reality of quantum computers was fascinating, disturbing and 
maybe slightly erotic. Okay, esoteric. Among other things, we've learned why they contain dental floss. And how they really could save the planet. So, be sure to listen to Stupid Cubit Quantum Computing for the Clueless, coming to a podcast portal near you this summer. And as a little teaser, here's our theme tune. This is the sound of a quantum computer. Sounds absolutely nuts. Unlike anything you've seen before. Quantum supremacy. Sounds a bit sporty. Controllable randomness. Both zero and one at the same time. Dental floss. open the calcium inside. Cryogenic refrigerator. Electrons sloshing around. Dental floss. There's a parallel universe in which you're indeed a rock star. Going to the moon. Dental floss, really? Oh, yes.